Panoply, Panorama, Panpipe, Pansy, Aha, Pansexual, Knowing No Boundaries of Sex or Gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one, every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging and acknowledge any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander peoples listening in and acknowledge also that the land was stolen and never ceded. And where, whoever you are, wherever you are, perhaps it's worth reflecting on which lands you are on um, at this time. And there's lots of ways to get in touch with this show, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender and similar things. And you can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. You can also look for the posts on my page on Facebook, Sally Goldner AM, and also look for um, the post on three CR. 855am Melbourne, out of the pan, 3CR, 855am Melbourne. Um, <clears throat> goodness me, had some messages come in already. Um, have a ch- um, chat and an acknowledgement of those in due course. Thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the Marine News, as we they always do, 11.30 till uh, noon every Sunday, almost Sundays therein. Um, and yeah, definitely, if you caught, um, didn't catch the program, you can catch their podcast as well. But also, yeah, what can we do to start um, reducing the use of plastics? I sometimes wonder, I, you know, if every home, business, um, etc., reduced plastics by 1%, 2%, 5%. Sometimes just taking a little step can be a starter. What can you do, um, you know, to make sure that we do it? Um, Good to see, um, you know, that at the moment, um, keep cups, um, you know, are you know, sort of being allowed now. They weren't originally. Some people thought they could be a problem. I think that's one little thing you can do to get rid of the plastic lids. So there's a hint. But, of course, lots of great environment shows on 3CR, um, Earth Matters at 11 o'clock on Sunday, and Freedom of Species following out of the pan at 1 p.m. Sunday, just to name two. Um, <clears throat> opened up today with Bob Seger and a rite of passage from one of Bob's later albums, um, It's a Mystery, which um, turned up in 1995. Um, he still put out lots of great albums after that sort of late 70s peak. Um, now, And I think that they sometimes get ignored. Track two on this album, Lock and Load, is a bit of a favourite, just as good as anything he did in the sort of Night Moves era. Um, and um, um, advance warning, permission to play air guitar on the next track. Um you know, sort of um, we, um, permission granted. Um, we're, we're very um, inter- air instrument diverse. You can play air drums if you want. I'm not going to stop you. Just be careful if you are light driving for a leg- legitimate purpose. But we opened up with Bob's song, Rite of Passage, for a reason. Uh, my friend Kayleen and I, Kayleen White and I, had one of our Yes And conversation starters today on rites of passage and um, I thought it would be a good topic to play. We've had a couple of responses in already, get to those in due course. But um, have a listen to Kayleen and my conversation and see what you think about um, various rites of passage for trans and gender diverse and queer people. Recording, okay. 
So, Sally, um, one of the things that's been fairly significant in my life is being able to change my name. Obviously, that was a significant issue for me in terms of transition, but having an interest in numerology, I had changed my name before then, and it's been a, a little bit of a struggle, but it's also been quite interesting seeing how people choose a name to uh, adopt after they transition. Have you had any experience of, of, along those sorts of lines? Have I had experience in terms of thinking about uh, name in terms of, well, post-transition, post but also to some extent um, you know, at other points? Well, yes, I have. So my journey started in 1995 and I joined the long-running group um, in its 45th year, actually, this year. Um, Seahorse Club of Victoria, which was a good place to start. Indeed. And um, they, you know, I contacted them and they sent me out um, forms and Seahorse, you know, has a overwhelming focus whilst, you know, trans people of all backgrounds are welcome. Their focus is more on those assigned male at birth. And it had on this form feminine name by which you'd be, which, yeah. I wish you which to be known. I'll put my thumb back in my teeth. And as um, I think um, Ronnie Barker once said, and I had not even thought about this. I suppose I'd had a fair bit so much going on just trying to find out who I was. And so I was, well, you know, just, you know, I hadn't thought about it. So I went with the first name that came into my head. I really didn't stop to think about it, but I always felt like a Sally. So I suppose, and I'm really glad I made that choice. And so that's really, it was just a total intuitive thing. There wasn't a lot of, um, we'll say, analysis in that at all. It was just going with the gut. What about yourself? In my case, it was, I actually had a couple of initials that a, a partner before a transition started using. Uh, so I was wound up being called Katie. Uh -huh. and started working out some neurology from that and wound up with K. And I have heard of people who, for example, would ask their parents what they would have been called if their gender had been actually correct at the time of birth, which I thought uh -huh. was quite an interesting sort of an idea there. Yeah. It, yeah. It's quite interesting and quite affirming to go through that process, even though over time it's been quite a hassle to get the, the paperwork updated. Mm. And it can really be quite a, um, a celebration when you've got that little bit of paper in your hand or in these days you've got that little bunch of electrons shining across your electronic screen saying this is a major milestone. This is something that you can celebrate, something that is um, momentous. Do you think so? Oh, I definitely agree um, that I think it is that momentous thing we're having this discussion at the moment and I am looking across at something that is on my desk and you think, why might this something might not be in a filing cabinet when Victoria's birth certificate laws reforms came into force, the, the most obviously most recent and largest round, which came into force on 1st of May 2020. I naturally immediately applied for my long-awaited, if I can call it that, um, authentic birth certificate definitely call it that, um, within you know, two days of the laws coming to force, had all the paperwork done, downloaded, um, witnessed by my wonderful local pharmacist, 
and the birth certificate came back within two weeks. And you'd think, why don't I just put that in a filing cabinet in the legal paperwork drawer or something? No, it's sitting on my desk in a frame and it has the practical um, implication of that when we talk in our training about finding positive stories for LGBTI people in my work as a diversity educator, uh, here's something I prepared earlier and I reach across and put the certificate in front of the computer. And even now, where are we, May, June, July, August, as we have this conversation, three months on, I'm still smiling. So, yeah, I think having that sense of affirmation, yes, we need internal affirmation, this gives external as well. It would be a lot more difficult in many ways for somebody who's coming out as, say, bi or polysexual or pansexual and it's harder to find something to hang a celebration off. And yet that need for an affirming celebration is still, I think, there. I know one person who changed their name and was able to do a little bit of a celebration as a result of that. But um, there's a need there almost, I feel, for finding a way to celebrate coming out as one's true self in terms of sexuality and other means that don't necessarily involve um, a significant thing like getting a change of name. What do you think, Sal? Oh, look, I I agree with that, that there needs to be that marking. It is still significant um, to whichever degree. There's obviously going to be a difference between, in simple terms, gay, lesbian, bi plus, um, polyamorous, for example, as well, that point, and I think it does need to be marked. I mean, I ha- will remember as long as I have remem- memory, and because I've documented it, the date of 27 April 1995, where I saw a knowledgeable, sensitive health professional who was able to inform me about transgender. So that's a significant day to me. That's really the day I came out to myself, and maybe there's something for equivalent for. Um, by um, by plus poly and others in terms of getting that that starting point what made me realize it was there a turning point yes for others it's more gradual but um, I think that's important and also I think having that as an anniversary a, a spiritual birthday as it became for me and I had the joy um, in 2015 of having a 20th birthday party um, if you like, with the people who've been most significant to me on my journey. And that was just one of the, actually, that was a personal highlight of my life that so many people were able to get there. And so, yeah, we need to find that day and then also re-celebrate it and reinvigorate ourselves is a really good thing. But what it could be, um, yeah, well, it's whatever, as in the words of Alanis Morissette, if it makes you happy. And I think this is where we could hand it over to your listeners and say, what do you think? Exactly. What is it that made you happy when you got to a point of coming out? Um, what was it that you remember that you can hang on to, tap into that energy, and, you know, um, that made you happy that you can reinvigorate yourself, shift the energy in your body from a place that may have been uh, negative or just neutral to a point of positivity? I'd welcome your thoughts. Indeed. So for our first offering, I'll ask... Does our offering please thee? <laughs> okay, you'll have to translate. There it is. Um, that was the first thing we ever recorded on our little um, um, 
you know, sort of um, yes-and conversations. So what is it about coming out? Um, probably more sexual orientation and gender identity. I have heard people with intersex variations say that you don't really come out as such. Now, I can't speak for um, you know, sort of in- people with intersex variations, but it may be, it may not be, but you're welcome to contribute. What is it that has been a significant marker that has assisted you on your journey? Um, got a couple of comments already. Come to those after we have another track. And yes, time to play air guitar. Um, well, in honour of today's weather conditions here in Melbourne and, of course, during the week and also in parts of the USA, here's the fabulous um, gut- um, singer-guitarist Jeff Healy and um, the Jeff Healy Band from the 1992 album Feel This and it could all get blown away. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. So high, sailing the seas of success. But how long will it last, babe? That's just anybody's guess. Let me give you fair warning. Tomorrow never knows. I'm 
Salam Habibis and Habibtis, it's official. Salam Radio Show is now part of the 3CR family. Tune in every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. to listen to some modern Arabic mazika, ranging from trap, rap, R&B, pop and electronica. Yalla Habibis and Habibtis, don't forget, every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m., tune in to Salam Radio Show with your host, Marushti. Get your copy of 3CR's magnificent book. It's a stunning history of the people, programs and issues at the station since 1976. On sale now for the amazing price of just $20. Pick one up at the station or jump online and place your order. Radical Radio, celebrating 40 years of 3CR. On sale now for $20. Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR dot org dot AU three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally first broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard from Jeff Healy Band and from the album Feel This in nineteen ninety two. It could all get blown away by Godfrey. Um, did in parts of Melbourne during the week and not quite as bad today. It's um, sort of um, in the blusterous um, section to um, quote A.A. Milne, who turned 100, uh, or had he been alive, would have turned 100 a few weeks ago. Actually, no, it was Christopher Robin, the um, person who was the inspiration for Christopher Robin. Had they been alive, would have turned 100 in the last couple of weeks. There you go. Um, So um, things what have um, been people's rites of passage? Well, I've had a couple um, come through. now, this is on, on my Facebook page. I won't name the person just to play safe, but um, person A has said that a rite of passage for them was some, for the first time someone used the correct pronouns for me. And I think that is just, there's so much in that. It just shows how affirming it is to use name in use and pronouns in use, to put it precisely. And our names and pronouns are not preferred, by the way. That implies it's a choice, you know, the same as... Many years ago, we used to have this idea of sexual preference. Well, you don't prefer or choose to be any sexual orientation, hetero, gay, lesbian, bi, pan, anything else. You are who you are, and if you're not harming anyone else with it, which, of course, just being yourself is not, then that's all that matters. So I think that's really important. Um, It's worth mentioning. It always sounds so obvious, but someone decided to do research and found that when trans and gender diverse people have our name and pronouns used, our mental health is better. You know, which makes sense. Let's build people up. Let's affirm people. So I think that is a huge thing. And um, on a ri- on a dry, humid night, I remember in the late 90s when I used to work in South Melbourne, um, a bunch of teenage boys, and you might think, this is going to be a bit surprising, yelled out something to me. They yelled out, big bitch. Okay, well, at least they were using a female form of address. Uh, we could debate that one all day. Seriously, um um, there was also another story, I remember someone writing in the Seahorse Times many years ago, um, where a mum was out with her kid and bumped into this, um, or I'll say person presenting as female, I'm not sure what their exact term was, 
And um, the mother said, say, say, apologize to the lady. And the trans person was going, saying, I, I was saying inwardly, yes, please, yes, please. So this is really important. I mean, it might sound incredibly basic to some of our longer term listeners that respect is so obvious, but it's like, yes, do it. So there's one. And I had a message in as well. Let's go for another one. Um, and I'm... Um, well, it was messaged again. I, if our list, the people who sent this in are listening, um, you know, sort of um, by all means, let me know if you want me to identify you in any way or not at all. Um, but one person has also come in rites of passage, getting mail and certificates in your preferred name. Well, look, as you heard there, you know, I can't still put my birth certificate in a drawer. It's in a frame. I suppose if I ever have to need it, I'll take it out of the frame, and hopefully the frame won't break or something like that. Um, but seriously, it is so important to have that um, mail and, and certificate in your own name. Um, yeah. Um, so these are the things that matter. And, you know, what is it that's mattered to you? We'll just check in over on Twitter and see if anyone's come up with anything. Um, oh, we could have. Um, uh, um, Kayleen, I think it's okay to... Um, <laughs> <laughs> not on rites of passage. I'm learning and practicing some key genre listening now, including air guitar. Um, yes, um, totally, all forms of instrumentation totally affirmed on this show. Um, so, yep, um, that is important. And anything over on the SMS, nothing yet. So it is really, 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 dot, 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 really, really, really important that we affirm who we are. So keep popping them in. What are the things that marked your rite of passage? Um you know, sort of it may be, you know, for someone who is gay, lesbian or bi, the first time you had a um, a kiss or maybe something more intimate with someone who was considered other, I will say, other than another gender. So same sex um, or, um, you know, sort of different to um, same or um, somewhat different to your own gender, acknowledging non-binary people. And had a couple of messages in from um, not so much today, um, today, but um, early yesterday morning from one of our regular listeners, um, Zed. And just want to say, Zed, um, hang in there, keep recovering. And your um, sort of, um, you know, sort of um, comments and a story that came to me last night I'm going to talk about in the next segment, unless if we, um, as well as anyone else who talks about their rituals. Um, and... Um, also, um, just got to say, totally, it's sort of connected to today's show, even though it's not um, on the posts for this. This just came up from a friend who, um, you know, sort of um, commented on um, something, something else on my Facebook page, a sort of, it's, it's, it's a, po- a social media post um, where someone has said, God made trans people for the same reason he made grapes but not wine. Who are we to deny this divine alchemy of the self? Well, um, I'll just say um, to person K, you couldn't, your telepathy there is brilliant. Um, And um, I just think that's, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, um, as uh, someone else has also put it on this same post, God blessed me by making me transsexual. Every label is valid. For the same reason God made wheat but not bread and fruit but not wine so humanity might share in the act of creation. How cool is that? Um, and we can all create each other. We can all build and respect 
and lead each other. And I think that fits into ways that we can assist each other with our rites of passage. Um, telepathic radio programming listeners of all genders, I love it. Let's have some more music. And I suppose, well, there's a couple of mentions in a way of rites of passage in here um, and um, where we can assist each other. And here's the title cut of um, Paul Kelly's Deeper Water album from 1995, any excuse to play Paul Kelly, not that you need it, of course you don't, um, on 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. On a crowded beach in a distant town At the height of summer, see a boy of five at the water's edge So nimble and free Jumping over the ripples Looking way out to sea Now a man comes up From amongst the throng Takes a young boy's hand And his hand is strong And the child feels safe And the child feels brave And he's carried in those arms Up and over the waves Deeper water Destroys 
Another woman gets sick Things down to the bone She says where I'm going Next I'm going Three CR eight five five AM three CR digital three CR.org.au three CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon till one every Sunday afternoon. Thanks for your company. We just heard the title cut um, from the um Deeper Water album of from Paul Kelly of nineteen ninety five. Um Peter Lutzkam on drums, Stephen Hadley on bass, keyboards and backing vox, Bruce Holmes, electric guitar, Shane O'Mara and the vocal that just chipped in there so beautifully, Linda Ball, and of course Paul on vocals and guitar as well. Um, just, um, well, you know, what's that old saying? Um, all beer is good and some's better than others. Well, and in Melbourne, all coffee's good and some's better than others. Well, um, all Paul Kelly songs are good and some are better than others um, everywhere, every, any time, or something like that. Um, I'm not sure which philosopher um, came up with that and how much coffee they'd had. Um, well, I've had a couple of... I'm going to link in the comments not to do with um, the situation of... <clears throat> excuse me. Of, um, um, you know, the um, rites of passage, but keep plugging those through by all means. Um, all the means of technology. Let's go through them again. Out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com. SMS 61456751215. Tweet at Sal Gold said so. And that's the bottom line. And... Um, also, um, look for the posts on Facebook, my page, um, Sally Goldner AM, the only band to be on, and um, also Out of the Pan, um, 3CR855AM Melbourne. And I have had some uh, um, um, messages come in as I catch up. Um, um, we've lost someone, um, Ch- Chadwick Bozeman. Um, whose Black Panther roles and demonstrates that minority groups should always be reflected especially in art, especially film. And just like the queer community, young children need to see representation of themselves so that they, they see a world that gives them endless possibilities to succeed in life. Here, here. Um, they need representation in mass media and other areas of public life that reflects our diverse society. And, yep, agree with that. I think rituals do that. Can just to do a Sally segue moment could link into that roving reporter um, who's sending in these messages. Um, you know, sort of the black queer experience is more multifaceted and what it means to be black and queer needs to be reflected in television and films in a nuanced and thoughtful way. And we owe the black community our gratitude and respect, especially with Marsha Johnson, who, oh, yes, who was finally recognised for her activism at Stonewall. A statue's gone up of her not before time. Um, it's so great to see that. And disclosure, I'm a Marvel Comics fan. 
hey, look, you know, you roving, you've put up with all my references to world wrestling entertainment on this show for years. We value all forms of entertainment diversity as well as ritual diversity and um, air instrumentation diversity and the whole lot. So, yeah, look, um, must mention that um, how remiss of me not to think to put in that uh, Marsha Johnson now does have a statue going up, and I'm just going to um, ad-lib and find the story for um, to give the background and context while we do that. Marsha Johnston will say one of the people who was um, so important in the initial <clears throat> Stonewall um, rights. Here we go from the American ABC News dot com, um, and she will be publicly honoured as per this story of late on August the twenty seventh American time um, in her New Jersey hometown. Um, Bruce Springsteen would like that. Um, he's a bit of a New Jersey fan. Um, and they've approved a piece of land to build a monument dedicated to trans activist Marsha P. Johnson in her hometown of Elizabeth, New Jersey. And the monument would be the first in the country to honour a trans person. Um, yeah, um, we're not. Um, well, I'm going to throw it open to the listeners. I'll be intuitive and impulsive because the coffee's kicked in. Um, trans people in Australia, not that we want to be um, so, um, take space away from Marsha or um, because we're being, what is it, um, a cultural cringe or anything, I can't remember whatever that saying means, um, but, um, you know, that's something we need to do, um, you know. Um, we've certainly got, I think, in, you know, Australia, people who I think deserve some sort of um, recognition, whether they would want it or not, of course, has to be with consent, we love consent, um, Jamie Gardner here in Victoria has done so much for the um, the LGBTI community, identifying as a cisgender gay male could be one. Um, you know, sort of um, others are out there who have done visibility in their way. A Noel Tovey, um, if we're talking about um, a gay man and Aboriginal, but yeah, um, you know, and his story still amazes me, and you know, his humility and his graciousness are huge, and so um, so it's the first public monument in the state of New Jersey to honour Marsha P. Johnson, who, of course, um, copped flack. Um, you know, it's worth noting that the next year when trans women of colour tried to speak at a sort of, um, or for after that initial Stonewall situation, how they were sort of jeered off, and that's not on. Um, so, um, you know, it's. I think we do need to acknowledge that. And it's not who threw the first punch. It's just that she was there at the start. But let's not also have movies that totally obliterate or background um, what she does either. Mm, the, that Stonewall movie from a few years ago. Um, so, yeah, I think that's very timely. And, of course, particularly with the heightened emphasis on um, Black Lives Matter at the moment. Um, so, yeah, thanks for those comments, Roving, and for the prompts. Um, I love your work. Now, um, had some um, comments in from one of our other listeners, and I will... Um, you know, just refer to our listener here as Zed, who's had a bit of a, a I'm just going to say, a, a very tough week. And we are here for you. This The community is here, where everyone is digging deep for each other as we need it. People have dug deep, deep for me in the last few weeks when I've had some stress, which is thankfully, most of which is beginning to resolve itself. And it's not really COVID related, which I think is something, again, we need to remember. Life is trying to go on in some shape or form or degree. Um, and so... Um, our listener has, um, you know, sort of said that they want to go have a home in regional Victoria hideaway where they're in a garden growing fresh vegetables where they want to be and be safe, um, and to feel themselves. And I would to paraphrase that. 
And, well, gosh, um, we all want, um, well, to quote the Kerrigans, a, a castle um, and a home that, um, you know, is made up of people who love each other. Um, you know, rest in peace, Bud Tingwell. But um, seriously, um, there's been a lot of thoughts of this over the years, you know, that we, you know, safe accommodation, not just crisis accommodation or short term, but where trans people and queer people and sex workers can be. And this is a theme that comes up a lot. It's sort of, you know, yes, you'd need money, which you know, does come into these things, but where one or all of those groups can just feel safe and affirmed, you know, sort of, you know, go back. It's a bit Jim Cairns and Junie Morosi from the 70s communist stuff, but, you know, it doesn't have to be a commune, don't have to be going around naked. Um, you know, sort of just somewhere where you'd have, you know, a central pool and a coffee shop and just people sharing together. And there's been lots of ideas on this, and I think it is something we need. And gosh knows, you know, I'd, I'd almost go back and do accounting to pay my rent for it if um, if I ever needed it. Um, you know, if, and particularly if it was in the country, and I'll put COVID aside a second, because we do need these safe spaces. And how again, great telepathic radio listeners of all genders. Last night, um, just after midnight, I got a, um, an email from someone who does great writing for the Washington Blade, um, Michael, La- uh, Michael um, K. Lavers, um, and how someone in New Orleans has created a shelter to be a forever home for homeless trans people. Um, Milan Nicole Sherry, co-director of House of Ch- um, Tulip, um, um, said that she expects the shelter will open in, the, in New Orleans in, well, um, early next year to um or mid next year um to de de seasonize um things um rather than saying whatever season it is um a forever home for our community where there were no barriers they could come and get the resources they need the love and nurturing they need um sherry and mariah moore trans activist who also lives in new orleans came up with the idea that became the house of tulip and Tulip, oh, like this, we love acronyms in our communities, Trans United Leading Intersectional Progress. Oh, that's excellent. Do like that. Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, people, uh, of course, at the moment, coming back to COVID, you know, huge job losses, particularly for queer artists, amongst many, many others. Well, retail, you know, it's a dry, humid joke that a lot of queers do work in retail. So, um you know, and, of course, acknowledging very, very seriously, Sherry noted poverty rates are even higher amongst the city's black trans residents, and we uh, think people are increasingly aware of that, but we've still got a long way to go. And, well, we might be somewhere when there are, of course, no trans deaths. Um, so, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, she talks about some very tough times, and the, I, lo- I just love um, this, um, you know, sort of... Um, the last few sentences of this article, which is, I say, on Washington Blade, um, you know, sort of um, um, Sherry, who lives with HIV, told the Blade she's also struggled with addiction and mental health issues, and then says, quote, if I wanted to be a bitch, her word, I can justify about all the trauma and just, but when you know you can do better, she said, I'm not going to cause the same harm that's been caused over and over and over again. Martinez, a native of St. Augustine, Florida, who described himself as a transmasculine man, praised his wife and more for their work on House of Tulip. Martinez also applauded trans women who supported him in his life. Quote, they're the ones who paved the way for me to be Zahir. It's only right for me to follow the leadership of my wife and Mariah and have their back. How cool is that? Yes, we do need these sorts of places, I think, 
you know, sort of where people can live safely, whether they just want to stay there for a bit until they can get on their feet, so to speak, um, um, to quite, if I may borrow the phrase from one of our listeners, um, get on their heels, um, you know, sort of, um, I think that is so important that we have these safe spaces and better still warm spaces, you know, safe spaces. We should all have safety as a basic right, um, you know, and the internet does it to some extent. I agree with that, Roving, um, by all means. But also, um, you know, um, we can digress further that one of the things we need at the moment is that touch and connection, obviously, safely, and don't break regulations wherever you are. But, um, you know, I think internet is important and it is providing an alternative. I have to say I had a was online on a sort of social gathering semi-dating um, party last night, which was very queer-friendly too. Um, and just very, very warm and people could be very vulnerable, which was really cool. So, you know, find those spaces where you find your proverbial tribe, as they call it. So, you know, thanks. Um, all these things come together and it's where trans people can, let's say, go from grapes into wine or flour into bread, etc. Um, and, and, you know, just, you know, create, we can, with, with assistance, create ourselves. So beautiful, these articles and... Um, you know, very, very important. All right, let's have some more music. Um, is it lined up um, to play someone who did a concert um, a few weeks ago? And that's uh, Michelle Parsons, a great contributor musically and supported hugely by diverse people of all sorts. And here's a track from her um, eponymous album. There's our word for the day, eponymous. I love it. Um, from early um, 2000s. And look twice. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR, digital 3cr.org.au, 3cr, on demand, out of the pan with Sally. Behind the world 
are also allowed to break into your phone if they have a reason to do so. And what we end up with is a surveillance state. What we end up with is multiple government agencies that have legal powers to surveil you when you have not been proven guilty. The underlying tenet of Western law is that you are innocent until proven guilty. What we're moving to is suspicion is enough to take away rights in order to build a case towards guilt. And that's not a legal framework that we agreed to. We need to keep Radical Voices on air. Subscribe now. Go to 3cr.org.au forward slash subscribe or call the station on 9419 3CR855am3crdigital3cr.org.au and 3CR on demand out of the pan with Sally. Thanks for your company. Um whenever however you are listening to the show. Um just about out of time today. Thanks for all the people who have contributed in various ways. All our um listeners roving um Zed, Kayleen, A and W um for all your contributions. Very quick story that's just come to me not related to the show. Uh, Mr. Gay England, a trans man, is computing against, competing against what we can take be hard to compute as well against the idea of male beauty. Um, so, and this is Chio's story, which you can find out on BBC.com. He's never done a pageant, and um, um, and sort of um, there's all sorts of things. So, um, this looks really awesome. This is really sort of um, getting past the proverbial gender stereotypes. I'll pop this onto. Uh, my personal Facebook page in due course. Very awesome. Look, stay safe out there, everyone. Um, you know, things are slowly coming in the right direction. And also, I've got to say, having some warmer weather um, out there is, um, you know, sort of um, very, very welcome. Got out for a little walk yesterday and met a couple of um, nice-looking um, feathered um, creatures, um, which was very nice. But, yeah, please stay safe. Stay patient. I know it's hard in lockdown, and I... I do hope very much that um, we can get some relief for singles as well, who I know are doing it hard, said this single, um, who's managing reasonably well. I was on, as I said, I was on a fab party um, last night um, for singles um, online, but hopefully more company soon. Anyway, better leave it there and um, allow for freedom of species to take over the airwaves, um, animal liberation, and um, take it out today. Um, well, um, there's a line in this song that I think does pretty well, um, and that's from Ian Moss, and, and this is a version of the 30th anniversary album of his Matchbook album, his first solo album, um, you know, which was 1987, 30th anniversary a few years ago. Here's a live version of um, a track that was on that album. Such a beautiful thing in this um, um, song. Um, Ian says, when you're down on your last $20, the view is such a beautiful thing. Please try and hang in there. Be grateful for what we have and we will um, support each other. Um, we're not necessarily all in this together. We're in it in different ways, but we will get through each other. And thanks to community for supporting each other. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. Such a beautiful thing. Thank you and good night.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.